Hi everyone, this is Mo and G, and we're here with the 52 Dates podcast. So today we're just going to kind of introduce ourselves, what's the purpose of us doing this. I have to remember to actually talk into the mic since Sheena forgot hers and uh, just small things, just the small stuff so you can hear why you want to actually listen to our voices every week. Two weeks. Oh, every other week for now because we're bit we're essentially I guess we can just go from there. We're busy working women. Working woman. Independent. I'm super independent. I'm super single. <laughs> Gina's new uh, newly, am I allowed to say that? Yes. Okay. I'm newly in a relationship. So. Um so she's been single up until this point. Uh I don't mind telling you guys that I'm thirty three, soon to be thirty four. And I have a very Dominican family where every member of my family asks me what's going on in my love life. <laughs> They're all ready for me to pop out babies. My story is not like this. <laughs> 33, yes. Um, no one in my family on my mother's side has asked me that my father's side though they're like ready to get the suits together like every time they see me they're like do i need to get my suit in the cleaners like we going to a wedding anytime soon i'm like no you can you'll need that right now um so yeah just kind of two different spectrums but we are both in the dating scene like just really here we decided to start this podcast one for encouragement that all these women out here dating especially in the dmv you are not alone um don't settle oh yes hashtag don't settle loneliness is not (laughs) girl you better find yourself at the movies by yourself learn to enjoy your own company because then you'll find a good man or at least that's what they tell me because i still haven't found anyone that i like more than i like myself we'll get into that later (laughs) (laughs) but yes you can find us you'll we are our goal is to do this every two weeks um, we both live in the DMV, have almost, I guess, been born and raised here. Yeah. yeah. I'm a first-generation American. As I mentioned earlier, my family's from the Dominican Republic. Gina's family is from the area. Yeah. And for those of you who are not from this region, by DMV, we don't mean the, de- the Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> we do mean D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia, because those other parts we can't account for. We don't really frequent the Virginia side <laughs> I do. They have good. They have good clubs. I mean bars. I was about to say clubs. We still doing it? No bars. (laughs) We all know I've never really liked the club scene. I'm more about bars. I did do the club scene for a long time though. But yes, we are here to encourage, inspire, just provide support to the other single ladies out there, Um, and then also educate the fellas because y'all are clueless. Yeah. And you guys take advice from your other boys who are also clueless. Like, I feel like all, we can just get into it at this point. Like, I feel like all guys should have a female friend that they, or a lady friend, because, you know, we're in that whole time period with gender matters. Yeah. A lady friend, and you can define lady how you want, but um, you just need a girl or a woman. That can give you advice about whatever girl you're seeing. Exactly. Because she's going to be more honest with you and your boys are going to be deciphering things the exact way that you're a deciphering it. can't tell it. you about a woman. Nope. D- don't let him think that he can. And that's why I always go to... I mean, I talk to my girls because you need to be able to talk to your girls. But 
for the most part, I listen to my brother and cousin, even though they're both in a relationship. <laughs> another story for another day. But I do listen to them because they can give me the insight on... How a guy thinks. Yeah. And, like, so if I'm confused about something, they might... I mean, they're more quicker to be like, no, don't do it. So then what happens to the girl who doesn't have a guy friend? Or an older brother. Yeah. Or even a younger brother. Um, well, my younger one, like, he's technically my brother, but he's a fuck boy, so I don't take advice from him <laughs> anyway. I mean, he's handsome enough to be, and he's young enough to be, so. Um, for the girls who don't have one, I would say find one. Dude, like, reach out to an ex that you're so cordial with. Gina, even, Gina just gave me a look. I Gina, did, you can't like, just give me looks because... I'm sorry, guys. I really... I, I, made, a, I made a sound. Like, I gave her the eyes because I, in, let's say, 85% of the cases, your ex is an ex for a reason. And that's not for you to be cordial with. That's not for you to be... Because it's always that fine line. You can be real lonely one night and be like, oh, we're still friendly. Let's go to the movies. Let's do Netflix and chill. But I think that means that you need to know yourself, too, because there are girls who are cordial. Like, I was cordial with my ex until he got married. Okay. And, but when we decided we were no longer going to be in and quote, end quote relationship because we never truly called each other a boyfriend, girlfriend, even though we were together for three years, um... When we had the conversation that that's not what we were doing anymore, that was not what we were doing see, anymore. see, I think that's also part of the thing is you guys decided to be adults about it and had a conversation where, like, you had a conversation that said, this yeah. is what we're not doing anymore. There's so many things, I think, now that because people don't talk and people don't communicate, that there's so many gray areas where you don't know where you, like, you know that you're not together, but you don't know, like, honestly, if we're we going to call a thing a thing, Monique, you already know that there are people out there who, they still fucking their ex. That's true. I mean, we're cussing. This is a this is for eighteen and over crowd. Um, but see, then that I think that brings up another good point that aren't even friends because communications. You no, know, communications a key. Well, that's another point of advice. I don't have confusion with any of my exes because you've communicated. I'm and a big communicator, and the ones where I do because me and a friend. Got into an argument, and he said, oh, I don't know what I did. I want us to go back to the way we were. And I was like, if you don't know what you did, then you're not listening. Because I've said it numerous times. And so when he said that, I didn't respond. There was no point in me saying it again. Because if you didn't get the first five times I said it, you're not getting it the six. Yeah. And that kind of goes to being a strong female, knowing who you are, knowing what you want. You make your choices. Hitch said it. Women are, even though it was a fictional movie, women are in the relationships they want to be in. And I say that being a, being a lady who has been in questionable, quote, end quote, relationships, but knowing in the back of my mind this is not really a relationship. So but I think people... I wouldn't say I settled. I mean, he wasn't calling me his girl. He wasn't taking me on dates. But you knew you deserved more. Yeah. So I wouldn't say I settled. I, I settled for what that situation was. But I knew because that's what that situation was. There was going to be no longevity. Yeah. Got and it. that we weren't, it wasn't going anywhere. And I think if you're honest with yourself, you also end up less hurt in the end. Not saying you won't be hurt in the end. Because I think girls lie to themselves a lot. Girls definitely lie to themselves a lot. Yeah. So. I mean, but I think that also goes back to... 
almost like the rose colored glasses. Like those rose colored glasses will have you fooled. I usually had the rose colored glasses on for hmm, the first up until month three, up until the season change. You think it's only three months? Because studies show, and I'm going to have to look up these studies so Gina doesn't try to fact check me. But studies show it takes you like 18 months to really know someone. Yeah. Mm, that's why when it, so like, that's I why I'm always it, kind of like. If you go through the four seasons a year with someone, you have really, like, gotten a chance to really understand. Like, see somebody through ups and downs. Yeah. And I think, like, six months, it's. If someone's hiding their true selves around six months, it starts to come out. It starts to show you, but you still have. I think people still have the rose-colored glasses on at that point. At six months? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think there's people that are five years in and still have rose-colored glasses. We're not talking about no catfish situation, Mo. Where you ain't you ain't seen a video (laughs) chatting with the person. I'm not talking about a catfish situation. It's going back to I think girls lie to themselves, and I think that. When you're really feeling someone, even if you know it's not working, Mm -hmm. you convince yourself it is. You find that little thing, Mm -hmm. like one day they can send you like a random I love you text and you're like, see, he is a great guy. Mm. Bitch, what about the other 90% of the time? (laughs) See, yeah. So I don't think, I think for some people the rose colored glasses never come off. Come off. I think it's really about, again, knowing yourself. That's not living her truth. But I think most, I, I, I think we're in the small percent. I think most people aren't living their truth, especially once you start getting to our age. Like, we're going to have to bring my mom on here because she's funny. But she says all the time that, you know, she has some clients that come in and they talk a lot about settling because they're older. And they, they're ready to have kids. That's and, just so disappointing. Yeah, and it's like, I tell, my when my lovely Dominican mother asked me, um... Like, aren't you ready to have children and stuff? And I say, no, I'm not ready because I haven't found someone. Yeah. And actually, I really enjoy my life. Mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate that I'm surrounded by other strong single females, some of who are older than me, um, that they're looking, but they're not, that's not their, their like, goal. their main goal. Yeah. Like, they know they have, they, like, a man is not completing them. Yeah. A no. man would be an addition to their lives. So, like, I'm fortunate in that, that I have, I'm surrounded by other female who are looking, but aren't. That's not their end-all be-all. They'll still yeah. have a, a great life without Exactly. Yeah, I think, I will honestly say that I think it's, it's a point that I wish every woman would get to. Um, but I also think it's, again, like, the people that you surround yourself with. Um, particularly if you are constantly around, you know, friends getting married and, you know, they're always checking in on your love life, but you don't have those people who are out there still single, but living their life. Like, that's so hard for you to be in because you're always attending a wedding. You're always attending a bridal shower. You're always attending a baby shower. And so then you go into the whole comparison game. You always checking yourself. So I think sometimes it is one of those things where, you know, I know sometimes we get on this, especially in our age, we get on like the whole no new friends or whatever, but we got to be mindful of the circles that we the people who we have around us who are pouring into us because just like you said like it's such a wonderful thing that you you and I have had those you know those type of women in our lives which have helped us to you know just be okay with the women that we are today but some people don't have that and so that's you know there are some people that I've heard of who literally just go 
from work to gym to church, that's it. And, like, I'm a big believer. I don't know what everybody else has been told, but I'm a huge believer. And, like, the guy is not going to show up at your door. If that is what, if you want a relationship, he's not about to just show up at your door. Like, it's not going to happen. You got to be intentional about what it is you want. And, yeah, like, I just, I don't. Well, that's why we've had that conversation where I may be too comfortably single. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll take this. Let me, let's take a pause in the conversation to tell you a little bit more about myself. Um, that's Mo. Yes. <laughs> this is Mo, and eventually you'll know my voice because our voice, our octaves are a little different. But yeah, so like for me, I lived at home until this year. If it was up to my mother, I would still be at home, but I decided to take that step and I just needed my own space. I'm really, really, I can't stress how many reallys enjoying living by myself. I was just about to say thank you, Jesus, for you, so. So, (laughs) I, um, so for me, like, even when I'm on the dating apps and stuff, yes, I'm, I'm on dating apps, well, I'll say that now at this point, too, but we'll get to that a little bit later, um, I always think, like, when I'm reading their short profiles, because all dating apps now, unless you're on, like, Match.com or eHarmony, all the profiles are really short and to the point. When I'm reading their profiles, I look at it, and I think, do I want them to interrupt my me time? Yes, I get me time almost every night, now that I look by myself. But I'm thinking, like, do I even want to give up a fraction of you, that me time. But you are also looking at someone who is giving you like a tenth of a description of their life and making a decision on whether you want them to interrupt your time, your me time off of that tenth of My a description. My is at 62% right now. <laughs> which description may not even be true. They may be. But that's worse. But we've already talked about, you and I have talked about to an extent. One, guys don't take good pictures. On. I'm not even talking about the pictures because I told you my two rule, which we can talk about the two rule. Okay. But we'll, we'll continue with your thought. That most guys don't take good pictures or the pictures they feel like are good quality are not great. But two, I've really realized men just kind of sort of aren't good with words. Like, so how are they describe themselves? Like, yes, you need to take it as face value, but... You just need to get to know them. Like, whatever they put on that profile or whatever, it's like, okay, like, I get it. Like, okay, if you say you want a friends with benefit, yes, I'm swiping left. Like, we clearly, off the bat, want two different things. And I'll put this out there, too, because I just swiped left on a profile probably two days ago because he said, friends with benefit or maybe more, which really means he just wants to be a friends with benefit, ladies. Don't think you're, don't. Don't think you're going to be the exception to the rule. In your 30s, we got to get out of trying to be Captain Save-A-Ho. Cause and, don't nobody got time for that. Yeah, so we're not we're not doing that in our thirties. Continue with what you were saying, Gina. Um, what was I saying? About taking not like kind of taking it at face value. That's why when I look at profiles, I'm like, whatever statement you have here, did you make me laugh? Because if you can make me laugh in print, you can probably make me laugh in person, which means that we could probably vibe to some extent. That's not always the case. Mm-hmm. I went on a really awkward date. But you can tell, like, as soon as we met each other, I knew it wasn't going to work. But he made me laugh the whole time we were mm-hmm. online. But then as soon as we met, I think I wasn't what he was looking for in person. Cause on, on, and I've changed this in my profile. All my pictures, my hair is straight. Mm-hmm. And when I met him, my hair was in its natural curly, curly 
Simba state. <laughs> it was a hot, humid day in that's the summer. That's what he was going to get. And that's what he was going to get. And so I've kind of updated now because I do think people need to know, like, my hair is not always going to be Halle Berry. Yeah. It's going to be in its natural... In the summer, 9 out of 10, you're going to see Simba. <laughs> not Halle Berry. So... Which I don't know why I'm using Halle Berry because her hair is always shorter and that's not my hair, but... Yeah. I mean... Priyana Chupka. Okay. Mindy Kaling, because that's who... Yeah. I, that's who my celebrity lookalike is, Mindy Kaling. I mean, I think it's still one of those things that... As we've discussed... Offline, not on here. Yes. I have happened to date men from, you know, the dating apps. Whose profile were just, I mean, it was just like, okay, I'm going to swipe right on you and just see what happens. Because it was just like, one, I don't know what may come of this. I really may not. And so, while I've gotten some very entertaining moments from some of these dates, the other ones were just like, okay, like, we just weren't a good fit. Like, we just, we just don't match. But I think for me, it was just the fact that, like, yeah, you may have not wowed me in your profile, but I also can't expect... I think for me, I can't expect to be wild by your profile because I ain't wilding anybody in my profile. Like I don't, I don't have no witty comments. Like some of my, some of the things I'm saying is very like straightforward. Like you either with it or you not. Like and then, you know, I talk about my faith. I talk about you know how I love me some Jesus. Like and so I'm very. You make me feel like an awful Christian because I don't think I put Jesus anywhere in my profile. Yeah, it was just like some of them my favorite things. Which is funny because if I see atheist or agnostic, I almost always well atheist I always like. Oh, absolutely. Agnostic, I'm willing to hear your story. I agree with that. Totally agree with that. But now when I was on the app, it was totally one of those things where it was one of those where I was just like, okay, like okay, like the things you have. I could deal with. So let me just talk to you more and see what happens. But that's why I always look for laughter. Because I do try to be funny on mine. I don't actually think I'm a funny person, even though apparently I do make people laugh. (laughs) And and that's, you can't really get tone. And that's why I'm saying, I feel like because you don't get tone in a profile, that's why I feel like if you do make me laugh with whatever one liner or five liners that you put out there, Mm -hmm. then there is a good possibility of us being able to vibe i'm not looking for a rocket scientist like i know it's a profile also these dog pictures like i'm really trying to get past the dog pictures who said that you having a dog in your profile was the way to win girls some whoever put the information out there my co-worker said he read an article where basically the article says that a girl is more likely to swipe right if they see a dog in the picture and uh, I went to this other podcast, and um, they talked. They they brought girls on the stage, and they um, they talked about it too. And one of the girls had like fifty dogs in her profile, and she stole some of those dogs. I might go steal my best friend's dog and put it in my profile. But honestly, when I see a dog in a profile, I'm like, you've let this dog sleep in. You're single, and you had a dog. You're letting that dog sleep in your bed. Now I'm going to be competing with the dog, and I don't even like dogs that much. <laughs> <laughs> like if I had to choose an animal, it would be a dog over a cat. Yeah. But I could easily go with zero animals. That's just more responsibility in my life. And I don't have children, so I don't need see any reason to have an added responsibility to my life. 
honestly, if my life wasn't, if my work schedule wasn't the way it was, I would have a dog. But the dog, right now, I work pretty far from home. It takes me an hour to commute to and from work, uh, DC life. And because I live in the M of the DMV <laughs> and I work in the D of the DMV. And um, the dog would just be, I would have to wake up earlier to walk in in the morning. You make sure you come home on time. No yeah. impromptu happy hours. Oh, I would do, it, that dog That dog would learn that day. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just not fair to the dog because you, you don't get a dog just to have a companion. You're supposed to be a companion to that dog too. So I know that I would not be a good dog owner right now. I just, it, I, don't, I don't get the, the appeal. When I see um, a guy with a dog on the app, that does not make me want to swipe right on him. That honestly doesn't even really It almost show. makes me want to swipe left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, part of it is, like, I guess in some sense it's like, oh, you have responsibility, but, like... Yeah, that's what I've heard a lot, too. Girls look at it as res- that you're responsible... Mm-hmm. Again, not so much. that picture is not telling you anything because it could be a friend's dog. Yeah, it could be he could be working forty hours, uh, like eighty hour weeks, and only walking that home, dog yeah. in the morning at night, and the dog's by itself the whole time. Like you don't really. This goes back to what Gino was saying earlier. A profile is subjective. Mm-hmm. You don't really know what's going on in that profile. Um, what's really going on in his life based on his profile. So you have to pick and choose what you like. And I'm a major left swiper. Um, <laughs> Which we'll get to later. Oh, well, yeah, we'll get to that. But, yeah, so, like, and I know I'm, I've always been picky. And I was the guy I was dating for three years where we just never officially put the title, which this is something Gina and I have discussed offline where I'm very big on the guy saying, are you, do you, are you my girlfriend or mm-hmm. calling me that? So we were never boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, my best friend says he broke me because mm-hmm. we were both, that's why we were able to be friends after we decided we weren't going forward with a relationship because we were so honest. We only had three arguments our entire relationship. Mm-hmm. And one was really just a repeating argument because we were both, we both were just really logical about things. And I forgot where I was going with this. But um, that's it's what oh that's where I was saying it's kind of what has made me picky mm-hmm. because I've had a guy who was on his Stop. shit mm-hmm. at a pretty pretty early stage in life. We were twenty three when we started dating, so I mean most guys are really immature at that age, and um, you know like so to me like makes me not really want to dig like deal with the BS and it does make me picky because I know that there are men are who are out there that are just who know what they want who know what they want who are on their stuff they are fine with me being independent because mm-hmm. I am really independent and that's a huge part of that again is me being the the oldest female in a Latina a Latin household mm-hmm. um, because the oldest girl is the one that's really taught to take care of the house. Yes. Um, so I would say easily that I'm the rock in my family. Mm-hmm. So in a relationship, I need you to be the rock. Yeah. Because I'm the rock everywhere else. You don't have to play that role. So I don't want to have to be that in my relationship too. Mm-hmm. Like I need you to just 
take care of me. So apparently I need a southern boy. Well, see, <laughs> that brings up the point for me, which is just like, I feel like, what's the easiest way to say this? The way that our parents raised us, um, you know, they raised us where they wanted to give us a better life than they had, which there's not any issue with that. Yeah. But I think in some points they spoiled us. I will say with all of my majority of my female friends, they raised their daughters and they raised their daughters to be independent. They raised their daughters to, you know, survive on their own, maintain, like go to school, get a good education, take care of yourself. But then when you look at the boys, they have coddled the boys. Like, they have not raised boys to be I'm from a Dominican family. If any boys are coddled, you know, it, this is definitely what I'm speaking, yeah, this is what I'm speaking to. Like, it's just like, you know, just even some, there are relationships that I know with the mama is still paying rent for the son. The son is like 34 years old. Why are you still paying this man's rent? Houseway. How? And then you expect this independent <laughs> woman to be in a relationship with your coddled son. What? Do you think that's more of a thing in the... Like, with my family, it had a lot to do with that. My mom was brought here at a young age by the, by my father. Um, I don't want to go into specifics because that's more her business, but... They ended up divorcing when I was two. Mm-hmm. So my mom was had to, in a, in a country where she was still really, like, learning the language at that point, mm-hmm. had to be independent. Not to say my father wasn't there, but he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, so, of course, she raised us to be stronger, but that's because for her, I mean, it was different. She's a first gen, like, I'm a first generation. Mm-hmm. My mom came here from the DR and yeah. her adulthood yeah um so for us and i as actually i told my brother and sister this the other day every time i'm watching a show and i see a dominican on there they always talk about um how they want to get money to do something for their like their family because they're so proud that they're first generation and we're like that but we never say that so i always laugh about that i'm like we're horrible americanized dominicans but um but do you think that's more of a... Because I feel like, um, you know, not women of non-color and even, like, in the Asian cultures, they're not necessarily... They're taught to, like, go find a man and be the gender-narrated form of... Or gender-defined form of a woman in the relationship. Cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids. I mean, I think it... I- I think it does have something to do with the way you're raised. And but do you think it's a... I don't like... Do you think it's a race thing? Do you think it's that we were raised... I was raised in a house of immigrants. You were raised in a... Um, a, in a black household. Yeah, in a black household. I think it does. I don't I know think, why I was struggling on that. <laughs> um, I think it does have something to do with the, the way we were raised in our cultures. For sure. Um... Because just like you were saying, in some households, they, the women are still almost, they're raised to like live a certain life, like to be a certain way. So I definitely think it's cultural, for sure. But I still think that that really... I, I don't, the only reason I don't like to use the word culture is because I think culture has really mixed meaning in the United States. 
I can say that. Okay. So right now we're talking about Dominican and black households. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. So in the Dominican... <laughs> I would say first generation because I have a friend who she's was raised by a Jewish mother. I mean, a mother that came from... Mm-hmm. I think she might be Romanian, but... She's a first generation too, and she okay. has a lot of the same values I have because she was raised in an immigrant household. So I would say immigrant households okay. and black households. Yeah, I black mean, I American. Think, I, I think the perception or the expectation of the child is different. And, you know, again, we the women are independent. They're supposed to be self-sufficient. They're supposed to take care of themselves. And I think that's part of, like, because of the way the, the parent was raised. Like, if your mother, when you were two, was now put into a country where she, you know, that's not her first language, then, um, yeah, like, she didn't have to become that independent woman. So she's like, now I'm going to raise this independent woman on my own. So. And, I mean, my brother's older and my sister's younger. That goes again in our culture, at least in the Dominican culture. You know, the oldest girl is raised. Like, I basically raised my little sister. Mm-hmm. Um, we were also latchkey kids, so that might have part to do with it. Um, and then... Um, I think you got to explain latchkey for the people who don't know what latchkey means. There was no adult when we got home. Got it. We had to let ourselves in. Mm-hmm. My, um... The uh, the woman in our family, the adult woman, because three women raised us. Mm-hmm. My mom, my mom's sister and my mom's sister's husband's sister (laughs) um raised us and they always like my aunt when she cooked would cook three meals my mom would do the same thing so that when we got home we had dinner for the next two three nights Mm -hmm. and we were just expected like we were expected to like get home make sure we eat dinner because she they were getting home late yeah and have our homework done like it wasn't and i think that's a big difference between two I never had someone telling me to do homework. Mm-hmm. It was expected that I got everything done before I went to bed. Got it. Um, and I just did it because mm-hmm. it's what was expected of me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was never thought of me to not, to not do, it. do it. Yeah. And when my little sister came along, you know, I was the one picking her up from nurse daycare and mm-hmm. all that. Once I was old enough. Like, I wasn't doing that when I was 10. Yeah. But definitely all through high school. Like, all my friends know my sister really well because I would have to bring her to football games with me. Um, so, yeah, I think I do think and we will have to continue that. And I, but I do think that also has shaped my dating life because mm-hmm. I don't take people think I don't take shit. I actually take a lot of shit. But the thing is, I don't give a lot of warnings. Which, maybe that'll just be the start of the next episode. Yeah. Because we're almost at time. But, yeah. I I tell you what I do and don't like, and you decide how you're going to respond to that. And then I decide how I'm going to respond based on your response. Okay. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to go more into this in the episode of the whole how we were raised and our expectations, because... Maybe that just needs to be next episode. Yeah. That's where we're ending it. I agree. One thing I want to touch on that we didn't touch on when we were talking about our, like, who we're really appealing to. We were both raised in somewhat conservative households, but also somewhat liberal because, and when I say conservative, I mean, we are church goers. We do, Gina and I both share some pretty strong religious views when it comes to our dating life and Mm -hmm. sex lives and all of that. Um, But we're also really liberal in some senses because in this country being 
our complexions. You have to be. You kind of have to be because, <laughs> you know, we're all fighting the good fight. So yes. I just wanted to throw that out there. Do we need to expand? On fighting the good fight? No, on the conservative part. Um, let's, let's hold that for, we've said a lot this today, so let's, <laughs> let's not give them too much of a shock. <laughs> okay. This episode. That being said. We are now going to go into the segment that will happen on every, um, episode, which is trying to get Mo to swipe right. Um, for as long as Mo and I have been talking about online dating, the dating apps, Mo legitimately is the one person who, like, all she does is swipe left. That is all she does. So, we are actually going to pull up her app and pick out a guy who is, has he super swipe? Like, what, what's, what's the... Um, I'm just, today I'm just going to pull up somebody. Okay, we're going to pull up somebody to see if she's going to swipe right on them. And... I'm going to try to convince her why she should swipe right, why she should give the person Can a chance. Can we just skip this yeah, one? Yeah, that one's not going to work. Sorry, you. it's a blurry picture. It doesn't work. <laughs> like, it just... Yes. I'm going to swipe left until Gina tells me to pause Okay, you someone. can swipe right. I mean, left. Sorry. Thank you. Left. <laughs> Sorry, we're not getting any hitters right now, guys. <laughs> okay. I'll hesitate. I'll hesitate on him. Okay. But we got really. We're not gonna say their name. He's thirty-one. And oh, we didn't talk about the rule of two. So I kind of do a rule of two in everything. If you are a six in your picture, that means you might be a four in real life or a eight. So that that gives you a lean towards me swiping right if you're i'm 33 so i'm willing to go two or two years younger two years older i'm actually willing to go a little bit older than two years but still two two years younger is probably the lowest i would go um i don't think i don't know I, i'm willing to date outside of two miles but okay 20 miles is a little coming back into my new time so his first picture is he's definitely Athletic in, in some yes, sort. Yes, he's in some kind of competition. Or he's just wearing Under Armour, which is dumb. Um, He just moved from Boston, so that means he could be conservative. And he could have an accent. He could. Which he could. could go either way with the Boston, yes. Bostonian he's accent. He's almost six feet. We do. We so wait, have... rule two does apply to height. I mean, 5'9 is still decent. How tall yeah. are you? No, 5'9 is decent. Okay. But, so I'm saying... Usually, with the height, though, it does go lower. Okay. So, if you're 5'11", so, you're probably 5'9 in all right, real life. we'll go with the 5'9". So... He does say he's active. I'm yes. trying to get active again. He's um, a Virgo. I don't know anything about Virgos. This was probably his niece. She's real cute. Let's hope it's his niece. Oh, but it looks like he's at church. Probably Catholic mass, though. Yes, it definitely looks Catholic-y. I'm the only Spanish person you'll ever meet that's not Catholic. You're just Christian? Southern Baptist, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> His friends look, you know, sociable. They look Bostonian. They, and see, here he looks 5'9". Yes, because this man right here is definitely 6'3 or something. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay, he runs marathons. I run marathons. Okay. Yeah, oh, which one I run halves. I this run is, halves. This is a full marathon, the 26.2. So he outruns me, which is cool. That's that's most of my life. He's definitely 5'9". Okay. We're yes. scrolling through his pictures, so that's... But 5'9 is okay. 
I'm willing to give this one a break. But let's read. Let's read. Let's read. Let's There's read. no. He didn't. He didn't fill out anything, which I know Mo hates. But you're just swiping right. You can have a conversation with him and see. Okay, and he's in healthcare, and I'm in. I'm not Government. technically in healthcare, but I am in. I think you should swipe right. Okay, but we're not going to super like so. I don't know what a super like it. Ooh. We have enough time to do one more. Okay, let's go do. They have the same, same name. name. <laughs> so same name is the last one. Same so he's age. probably Catholic too. Ooh, he is Southern. Ooh, and that's a city I really want to visit. He may born be and bred, short. not inbred. That's funny. That is. That is. He's five ten, which means he's five eight. Yep, he's five eight. Yeah. We looked in. Ooh. I don't know what this picture is. I'm here, assuming guys. it's Halloween, but that picture makes me think he might do blackface. Ooh, <laughs> his teeth are definitely fake, and that these pictures are younger though. Because look, is, this is definitely college right here. And look at how young he looks in that yeah. picture compared to this one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Keep scrolling down. Let's see what else. No, that was it. Once you get to that, Ooh, that's really far. 30 miles away, you know I'm not driving all the way to Baltimore. All right, so we got to swipe left on him. I'll swipe right. Okay. That's all right. a definite left. <laughs> well, this has been... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this has been this episode of trying to get Mo to swipe right. She, we actually got two. So we're making progress. We'll see if... Um, what their conversation is like. We'll get an if, update. If they, if they match. Because neither of them match, which just means they didn't which, already swipe yes. on me. So, we'll... We'll, 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 we'll give you an update yes. on those two um, next podcast. And with that, we will sign off with... Oh! Oh, my bad. <laughs> just kidding. So, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and IG. At 52 Dates Podcast. We'll probably get on Snap as well. And we'll share our Gmail eventually. So for those who aren't on social media and rather email us questions. Because we'll get into that too. We'll answer questions. Yes. Our email address is 52DatesPodcast at Gmail. So everything's 52 Dates Podcast. So really easy to find us. So we'll add that Snap on there too. And uh, If you have any topics that you want us to discuss, dive into, questions... Feel free to definitely email us, DM us. We will respond. But this has been fun. Yeah. And uh, see you guys soon. Oh, yeah. That, that, that too. The last part. We just want to say shout out to all the single ladies who are choosing to swipe right. Woo-hoo. See you next time. Clearly not me. <laughs>